for very different occasions. <laughs> I know, I'm wearing my winter sweater. You're wearing flannel shirt jackets. Cardigan. With a woolen collar. Yep. And then you have a shirt under that too. I have a dress on. You have a dress and a flannel and a woolen thing. Yes, you'd think that I'd just put pants on. But you'd think. <laughs> I just, and I... Are just wearing shorts. <laughs> just shorts. <laughs> well, two pairs of shorts technically. Yes. Because underwear counts. Do you call those shorts? No, but I wanted to make it seem like I'm not just here in my underwear. Oh, right. Because okay. just today I was telling someone how I don't just walk around shirtless and I don't get it why guys are always shirtless. They oh, look yeah. for any occasion. Uh-huh. And me, not for me. I like to cover up. But I, <laughs> Oh, I enjoy it when you're shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. But I, I just finished working out and I am very warm. And then we had to hurry up because then I had to make dinner. Yes. And if you out there think, because I think this is just going to be the intro, that, oh, Samantha is lucky. She has a husband who goes to work and brings home groceries and then works out and cooks dinner. You're wrong because she then has to listen to me talk about movies for at least an hour every week. (laughs) And on that note, welcome everybody to another episode of I Love This You Should Do. My name is Indy Randawa and with me, putting up with me talking about movies and nonsense for another, maybe not hour today, probably about 30 minutes, is Samantha Randawa. I don't put up with it. I love it. Do you? special time. (laughs) I don't know if I like the term our special time (laughs) It does kind of sound weird. Yeah. 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 And it makes it seem like we have nothing else. True. (laughs) We just, we only talk once a week. Once a week. (laughs) Everything else in our house is silent. Yep. Pretty much. Well, Sam, what are we up to today? Uh, Well, it is a pre-episode for our big watch next week. And I'm going to be introducing our new theme for possibly for the month. Oh. And uh, we're going to give some spoiler-free reviews of uh, some things of the Fortnite. Wait, do I need to know the theme for my thing of the Fortnite? No, we're not going to do that. (laughs) So I don't know the theme until you reveal the movie? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get started with the other stuff then. What is your thing of the Fortnite? Uh, So my thing of the Fortnite is a book... Does it, a woman go missing in it? No. What? No. Oh, actually, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a true crime book. <laughs> well, they're usually not true. I crime. mean, like it's not like a twisty, turny thriller. Oh. It's um, it's just a book. All right. Well, tell us about this. <laughs> just a book. It's called "The Henna Artist" by Alka Josh- Joshi. Um, and it is a book about about a woman named Lakshmi and how uh, she kind of escapes an abusive marriage and uh, has to make her way in 1950s Jaipur. Oh, Jaipur. Yeah. I've been to Jaipur. It's pretty. Is it pink? Yeah, it's the Pink City. They refer to it as the Pink City and the, the, and how pink it is. So I was like really hoping that, I don't know why I didn't just Google it, but I was really hoping that it actually was pink. Yeah, look up a picture of the Havamahal. I went specifically to see it because I'm, you know, me and my architecture yes. stuff. There's actually some really cool architecture in Jaipur. I have a framed uh, picture uh, that I took there. Oh. Somewhere. Oh, it looks very cool. 
This is great podcasting if we yeah. just talk about how cool things look that you can't see. That you can't see. Um, but very... everyone, go look up the Hava Mahal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. Um, I don't know why I didn't Google that while I was reading the book, but I didn't. This was really interesting. The book's kind of set in a time where women really only had value when they were married and were basically just like homemakers who had children and took care of their husbands while their husbands went out and worked. So Lakshmi going out and kind of making her own way as a henna artist, as well as a kind of herbalist for women uh, of the like upper class. And uh, it was really cool to kind of hear how she gained the trust of people and um, how her kind of side job of being an herbalist um, got her, like raised her station in life, basically. So it was really interesting read. It was a time in India that I didn't really know about after the British had left. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed kind of the story building as well as her um, kind of found family that she builds for herself. Cool. I always like these stories about someone who isn't valued by that society, but finds something and kind of creates their own value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she learns kind of this herbalist trade um, from her mother-in-law and... um, then uh, has to use it to kind of survive. And so she uh, is very grateful throughout the entire book to her mother-in-law and how uh, she kind of set her up for success. I also just recently found out that this is a trilogy. Um, So this is the first book of three, which I haven't read the other ones, but apparently they're incredible too. Oh, so are you going to do those ones next? Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to try and get them from the library. I'm not going to... I'm going to have to probably wait for holds, but... um, Yeah, I cried at the end of this book. Oh, like a good cry? Like a good cry. Like it was like a happy ending kind of cry. Is this something that should be turned into a movie? Oh, 100%. And um, I didn't look into if it had been like purchased or anything, but I saw that it was uh, part of Reese Witherspoon's book club. It was a pick for that. So I assume So it'll get a big uh, bump that way? Yeah. And so I assume usually the ones that make it to the book club and are really popular are bought and turned into a movie. So Except for ones that are starring like brown people. Mm. And for anyone who's like, who's this asshole? I'm I'm Indian, so maybe <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm being realistic, right. not just a jerk. Yeah. There's not a lot of movies in English about Indian people. Very true. Either kind of Indian people. True. <laughs> <laughs> Of which I am the other kind. So, uh, yeah, I would really like to see this made. Um, The writing in it, um, the author paints such a beautiful picture of all of these places. And you get to go to um, like a royal palace and you get to see um, kind of... Oh, in Rajasthan. There's there's some very cool big giant palaces and stuff. I want to read this. Maybe I've been to those places. Probably. I, I found it really interesting... Having last year married you and having um, some Indian elements to our wedding, uh, I found it really cool to be like, oh, I know about like the henna ceremony and that kind of thing. So it was pretty cool to get to read this. And I felt like I did learn a little bit about India through this book. So it is called The Henna Artist by Alka Joshi. It 
was a fantastic uh, audiobook, and uh, I've heard it's a really good um, manual read, too. Manual read. <laughs> book. A book. Uh, yes. I usually just call them books. <laughs> I feel like audiobook is, like, automatic. To you, though. Yeah. Yeah, not to the rest of us. True. Okay, Indy. What's your spoiler-free thing of the fortnight? Well, I'm going India as well. My thing of the fortnight is the 2018 Indian film Tumbad. So this is a horror movie, and the first 15 minutes or so sets out kind of where the movie's going. So I'll tell you about those first 15 minutes and then not spoil anything after that. So it starts off, there's this dilapidated kind of castle looking thing almost and there's a creepy old man living in there and there is a woman who comes in who's much younger who's his like mistress slash caregiver and she lives down the road in a kind of like a shack essentially with her two sons and she also cares for someone a woman who is grotesque and like monstrous almost you don't really get to see her much but you do get to see her in the first 15 minutes And this monstrous woman is chained down and her mouth is nailed shut. But they have to feed her every day, the the caregiver and the children. And she's some sort of relation to the old man and she is under a curse. And there's some mention of a treasure and greed. And then the old man dies and the legend kind of unravels that there is a treasure in the mansion and perhaps she has been cursed because she was trying to get this treasure and one of those two boys dies and this isn't a spoiler because this is all first 15 minutes and the mom makes them flee the city and promise to never come back and they leave the old woman chained up there oh they just like leave her in the castle yeah oh but she's like a monster or something and this seems like way too much and i don't like horror movies that are like look at this monster they're chained up i like those slow build ones so at this point we jump 15 ish years to the future and i'm like oh i don't know about this movie it's really it's a lot they're showing you the scary things there's no suspense there's no build to it and that's when i realized that was just kind of the prologue and now we kind of get a more suspenseful longer story because that young boy is now older and of course he's going to want to figure out the mystery of that castle and he's going to want to find what about that woman who was she and what about the treasure as well Mm. so most of the movie takes place 18 years later And then there's another jump later on in the movie, and it's kind of done in thirds. And the movie is mostly about kind of finding that fortune and the curse and all of that mystery. And then it gets into the nature of greed. Perhaps greed is the greatest curse of all. And then there's all these parallels and how this affects the people versus how the British government in India was at the time. And now as I speak, I'm looking at it and it's in three separate sections. And those very much seem to be parallels of India in three different times. Oh, huh. oh I get it now. Oh, it's oh, all making sense. Fun. Not so. the British in India. But I mean, like, <laughs> I like when movies are like that. Yeah, so you could easily make an argument that the three periods in this movie are about India 
before colonization, during British rule, and after their independence. And I think that's probably something, if I were to do a big watch on this movie, (laughs) we would talk a lot about that. Mm -hmm. But it's a good movie if you like those kind of chamber piece horrors, Mm -hmm. which are the your atmospheric haunted house ones. And those tend to be British or sometimes American. And this is a nice take on that because it's about the, the slow build, but it's steeped in kind of Hindu mythology as well. And there's demons and gods, and you can choose if you think that that's going to be real or just the idea. But still, it's about hauntings and curses and greed and what people will do for money, essentially. Interesting. So it takes place in the late 19th and early 20th century. So it's it kind of overlaps a little bit. It doesn't get quite to the time of your novel. It's all before that. but. And it jumps around a lot too, so. So there's some very good production design in this with the haunted castle and kind of this recreation of a bygone era. There's a really good score, and I know the guy who did the score has gone on to big things. I think he's big into video games now. He does like the Assassin's Creed series, which are very popular. I'm not, I've never played one, but I hear they're a big deal. I hear that's one thing I hear about Assassin's Creed is about the music, like the oh, score really? is very good. So, oh, well, that guy did this. I that's the only thing I know about Assassin's Creed. I don't know like what the actual video game is, but that's one thing I hear. So go check this one out. I saw it on Amazon Prime, and there's probably some other places too. Uh, you can you know just watch it subtitled, and I think it's worth a watch. It's kind of one that probably got overlooked by Western audiences. Well, I guess most Indian movies get overlooked by Western audiences, but it's nice to see something be kind of successful that's outside of what we think of Indian cinema. There's no songs or dances in this movie. It's just right. a just a straightforward horror. That was one of my questions I had about it. <laughs> oh, it's uh, not three hours long. I think it comes in at around right around 100 minutes. Oh, nice. And I hear that this movie took them six years to shoot. Oh. And I think it's not a particularly high budget, so they were kind of working with things the best they could. They had to wait for the rainy season to shoot things because they couldn't do fake rain or anything like that. Go check it out. I think it was pretty good. What's it called? Tumbad. T-U-M-B-B-A-D. Awesome. And we'll have a link to it in the show notes probably. I did an Indian movie. You did a book that takes place in India. So I guess (laughs) our theme is Indian So we are going to be watching the 1957 Indian epic Mother India. No. Can we? Eventually, maybe. Okay, I'll take that. That wasn't what I was planning for. It's a good one. No. So my theme for the week is Canadian movies. Oh, so not Indian at all. Not Indian at all. I wanted to do a week where we watch my favorite Canadian movie, which I think you already know what it is. I think I know where you're going. (laughs) Um, So we are going to be watching the 1985 movie, Anne of Green Gables. All right. Give us the pitch for people who are outside of Canada and don't know all about this. Um, So it is based on the novel of the same name by Lucy Maud Montgomery. Um, She wrote many, many books about Anne and her family. And um, it's a 
beautiful, heartwarming movie uh, that captures Prince Edward Island and a small town uh, life, basically, in Prince Edward Island. You get to meet Anne Shirley, who is played by Megan Follows, and you get to meet Marilla. Oh, wait, she's like, went on to do stuff, right? Yeah, she's... Oh, I actually know her. Yeah, she's like a big Canadian actress. She uh, basically is Anne forever um, in people's minds. She's one of the, it's one of those parts where she got the part and is now just Anne in people's minds. So um, Anne of Green Gables is a redheaded orphan um, who comes to Prince Edward Island. Oh, wait, like Annie. Kind of, yeah. Anne, Annie, redheaded orphans? Yeah. They all named Anne. I think Hmm. so. (laughs) <laughs> just by default. And you get to meet uh, characters in this small town, as well as Marilla and Matthew, who are a brother and sister who end up adopting her. This entire movie is just heartwarming and amazing, and I love it so much, and I can't wait to watch it with you, all of you. <laughs> I have another question about this entire movie. Yes. Is this entire movie three hours and 20 minutes? Oh, I... Did not look at how long it is. Because it was a TV miniseries, correct? Yes, it was released in two parts. So yes, it's 195 minutes. <laughs> it's a it's a Canadian epic. It's so good. I love it so much. When was the last time you saw it? Uh, in November. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you know. My mom and I watched it together. So my mom and I um, saved up our air miles for years and took the first of our girls trips to uh, Prince Edward Island and actually got to go to um, see all of the Anne of Green Gables sites. Um, there is kind of a little Anne of Green Gables theme park on Prince Edward Island and uh, so you get to go and you can see all the houses and everything you get to see some of the sets from the movie and um, basically just like immerse yourself in Anne of Green Gables we stayed in a little bed and breakfast and they had all of the Anne of Green Gables movies and we just watched them in Prince Edward Island while we were on this Anne of Green Gables trip <laughs> um, so it it's holds a fond place in my heart So my experience with Anne of Green Gables is almost the opposite of yours. Okay. I grew up disliking it. Really? Because, not that I'd seen it or read them, but going through elementary school in Canada, you can't not hear every girl in your class talking about Anne of Green Gables constantly. Yeah. And even last week with my coworkers, we talked about our favorite books as children and Everyone was like, oh, well, Anne of Green Gables, of course. Yeah. And it felt to me like one of those Canadian things where it's just like, it's Canadian, so we all love it. And I don't know how well known it is outside of that. I know there was that relatively new series, Anne with an E. Yes. That is uh, just a retelling of Anne of Green Gables as well. So that got some international notice, at least. Mm -hmm. But. I just couldn't go through a day in grade three without someone (laughs) talking, doing their oral book report on Anne of Green Gables. Every Monday, new book report, someone's going to do theirs to the class. And every Monday, it's (laughs) It's Anne Anne of Green Green Gables. Gables. It is like it was an easier chapter book. So I definitely read it when I was young. My mom used to read them to me. And I can see that that would be like every grade three girls. Yeah first chapter book or like chapter book that they truly love (laughs) 
Oh, well, I'm excited to watch this with you since you kind of have the opposite experience with Anne of Green Gables than I do. So is this the Anne of Green Gables movie? Yes. Because I have no idea how many are out there, but I know there's a bunch, right? So, um... And there was a TV show. There was a TV show uh, called, um... Road to Avonlea. Road to Avonlea, yes. And Which... again, when you were a child and you're trying <laughs> to watch some cool cartoons on Saturday morning, you got Road to Avonlea and you're like, oh, enough with these old timey yeah. people and their Weirder... dresses and their braids. Yeah. I'm done. Show yeah. me some cartoons. Uh, yeah. So Road to Avonlea takes place kind of after Anne of Green Gables. Um, there was Anne of Green Gables and then Anne of Green Gables, the sequel. Um, which was kind of just a continuation of her childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there is Anne of Green Gables, A New Beginning, which is all about, um, the First World War, basically. And is she a child in all of them? No, she is an adult. Um, her husband has gone off to war and she also volunteers for the war effort. And you kind of see this like weird... I, I'm not a huge fan of the third movie uh -huh. just because it's kind of takes away from the like idyllic Canadiana of the first two movies. So Anne of Green Gables, the 1985 TV miniseries, yes. which I am now learning is packaged as a movie on DVD and such. Yes. Where can people watch this? Um, so it's not available a whole bunch of places. Um, I bet the library has this. I'm pretty sure the library probably has about 20 copies. Um, I had to find an alternative way to watch it, but um, we can definitely recommend the library for getting it. It's not on any streaming services, unfortunately. There is an Anne of Green Gables website where you can watch, you can like pay to get the movies basically there's an ultimate bundle that gets you all of the movies and it's sixty dollars <laughs> so there is a website called gazebo tv you can rent it for 7.99 um, rent it for eight bucks or buy it for 14 oh okay so it is available um also your local library will have it for sure uh, because every little girl loves this movie. <laughs> but a lot of our listeners aren't in Canada. And True. I don't know if every... Library? I was going to say every Guatemalan girl loves it. Oh, Are we big in Guatemala? No, no. No. Japan. Japan. We do well in Japan. But I know this is known in a lot of other places, too. It is. So maybe people have seen it. There is... Also, a 2016 one that's coming up everywhere. But if you want to watch this one and don't have a way to, you know, contact us. We yeah, might hook you up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Anne of Green Gables is something that you also see in a lot of like Canadian airports. It's like the Canadian souvenir oh. is Anne of Green Gables. I used to have a magnet with her pigtails and a straw hat mm -hmm. it's stuck on the fridge i'm pretty sure that's still at my mom's house actually <laughs> i think i had nothing against the story itself no. it's that it was overdone we as canadians when we feel like we have something that is uniquely us we go so hard <laughs> yeah and if you don't like it what are you a fucking communist or a American? Yeah. So you were um, shunned if you didn't like Anne of Green Gables. True, true. Yeah. 
I was just the key demographic. So I feel like I didn't experience your side of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so far removed from that. Now I am excited to finally watch it. And you would say the 85 version is the definitive version. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And this is a direct adaptation of the book, Anne of Green Gables? Yes. And then the book has many sequels and the movie has some sequels and many remakes and everything yes, like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so this 1985, is... 1985, super long. That's the one we're doing. Yeah. The original story of Anne of Green Gables. Would you say this is the purest form of Anne? I do. Outside of the book? I believe so, yes. Maybe I should just read the book too. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I I think it's funny that you didn't read the book ever. <laughs> no, why no. would I? Because you hated it. I didn't hate it. I was just sick of hearing about okay, it. Okay, okay. And now I work with kids who are finally of a generation where they don't all know Anne of Green Gables. Ah. But maybe it's time to bring it back. I think it's time to bring it back. We're bringing Anne back, guys. <laughs> she didn't go very far when she had a Netflix series like a couple of years ago. The people on Prince Edward Island are like, she never left. She's always here. <laughs> oh my That's God. all we hear about. You say Prince Edward Island, everyone's like, oh, Anne. <laughs> I also feel like the majority of... White women in their 30s who grew up with some money have all done an Anne of Green Gables trip. I've heard this from many other people. True. Yeah. It is, it's like a thing, it's a thing that a lot of people do. Yeah. It's like a mom-daughter bonding thing. It absolutely is. Yeah. And so that many was people do that. that. Yeah. My mom That's and I kind did of that fun. too. It was super fun. And it was so cool because like so many of the places on Prince Edward Island, which is a very small place if you don't know about Canada or anything. It's it's very, very tiny. Um, so many of the bed and breakfasts and everything are Anne-themed too, so you really immerse yourself in Anne of Green Gables when you go there. We really should have done an all-Canadian episode, Canadian yeah. content episode. We could do Canadian things of the week very easily. True, true. I didn't think about that. Also, I'm surprised that this was your pick because I always thought your favorite Canadian movie was Porky's. No, I've never seen... You talk seen... about it pretty often. I have never seen Porky's. I do not know what it is. It is not my favorite Canadian movie. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm so angry. So the I Love Porky's shirt you're wearing now is a uh, uh, different Porky's. It's the barbecue place. I'm sure. I'm not wearing an I Love Porky's shirt. <laughs> Do you have any Anne of Green Gables merchandise? Probably just that magnet. I would totally buy an Anne of Green Gables shirt with like the movie poster on it. I would 100% buy that. And I bet now in the time of the internet, I could get that very easily. Well, everyone you heard her, you know what to get her for her birthday or Christmas. Anne of Green Gables merch. Yes. Okay, so we will see you next week when we discuss the 1985 movie, Anne of Green Gables. Wait, and it's like three and a half hours long. It is. See you next week, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Epiglottis? Epio... Epiglottis. 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 There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Epil. <laughs> Why do I want to say epiglottis? Epiglottis. Epiglottis. There you go. I did it.